Welcome to an intentional day. On today's podcast, we talk about how to get intentional with your responses to feeling overwhelmed. Welcome friends to an intentional day. I'm Jane Jackson and I am Michelle Smith and today our intention of the day we are talking about how to be intentional with your response to feeling overwhelmed which I feel like and we talk about this a lot um, in a lot of our lessons and coaching and everything else everyone these days feels overwhelmed especially women in general absolutely yeah I think um you know I think the chronic stress, the um, trying to be everything to everyone, which we we talk about a lot. Um, I think it's really easy to feel overwhelmed. Like there's just no way to possibly be able to do all of the things that need to get done, right? And put air quotes around need um, <laughs> until uh, because sometimes it feels like things need to get done, and maybe they they it's not really a need, but um, yeah, I think we spend a lot of time working with our clients on how to get past the overwhelm, how to kind of overcome feeling overwhelmed. But that's a process, right? That it takes a while um, to to find the things that you need to work on in your life to get past that uh, point of feeling overwhelmed on a regular basis. So until then, until then, it's it's important to think about and be intentional about your response in the moment when you feel overwhelmed. Because a lot of us feel stuck. Absolutely. We feel stuck with being overwhelmed. We feel stuck and in a consistent state of, I have too much on my plate. I don't have enough time. I don't have the right direction of where I want to go with things. Um, I have problems that I'm trying to figure out in my work in my home, with my kids, with my spouse or significant other, and then all the interpersonal fun stuff that comes with um, women and our interactions with each other sometimes. Um, Feeling overwhelmed is a problem that we hear consistently from everyone. So how do you move from feeling stuck and be intentional with your response to those feelings and start to prepare yourself so that when you get in those moments you know what to do and you have a more intentional response to things and it helps create a little less of the feeling of being overwhelmed exactly yeah i think you know i think like we've talked about before i think one of the first things is just kind of getting real about the fact that you're feeling overwhelmed in the moment you know and i think it's hard to be our best selves when when we're feeling overwhelmed and and those are the moments when we snap at our children or or we say something that we wish we could take back right so guilty Uh, so guilty oh yeah for sure for sure and you know it's stress it's that it's that sensation of um just feeling like you're failing at everything because you aren't able to get everything accomplished that you want to so i think First and foremost, getting real about about the fact that all, all of us are are feeling that. All and, of us, sure. 
Absolutely. And especially now with everything that's going on, feeling kind of out of control is, is part of that overwhelm. So, so I think that's step one. But in the moment when you start to feel that, you know, I think for me, the first step that I try to do is to kind of pause and breathe. And I know that sounds really simplistic, but um, it works though. Yeah, exactly. And and it really um, sort of helps with that adrenaline that's probably surging. It helps with um, preventing us from saying things <laughs> in the moment that we wish we could take back potentially. Um, you know, it, it helps to slow our heart rate when we take some slow, deep breaths. You know, there are a lot of, of benefits to, to truly just being intentional about your breath. Um, and it's such a simple thing that we don't, we don't necessarily think about it a lot though. And you hear about this over and over again, you know, when you get angry, count to 10, when you get overwhelmed, you know, the idea and, and. I think we just kind of push past that because it seems so simplistic right. and there's so many other solutions out there that are touted and getting back to the basics of just the basic function of breathing. Right. You know? Right. And, and, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge that just taking a few deep breaths isn't going to fix whatever is going on in your life, right? It's not going to magically make the stress disappear. It's not going to magically make um, everything that you're trying to fit into your day easier necessarily to fit into your day. But what it will do is it will help change your response and your reaction. So you won't sort of feed the beast, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to, you're not going to add to your stress by um, reacting in a way that is, you know, in any way negative or, or making things worse, right? So just by slowing down and taking some deep breaths, you're at least going to increase the likelihood that your response is going to be proactive and positive and productive, right? What else, what do you like to do when you feel overwhelmed? I, I do the breathing and then I just give myself a minute to think because mm -hmm. sometimes when I take that minute, ideas or solutions that help the feeling of overwhelm or whatever particular task I'm trying to accomplish that is um, proving more difficult than what I thought, it, it makes things more clear. And then sometimes I remind myself, I don't have to know all the answers right now. That's so true. Right. And there's, there is so much freedom in stopping and saying, you know what? I don't have to solve this problem right now. Yes. I don't have to know the answer right now. And a lot of times for me, it's pressure that I'm putting on myself even more than anyone else is putting on me to know right. what to do and to make a decision, make a choice, you know, whatever. And sometimes it's giving myself permission to set that drama aside for the moment and move on to something else. So sometimes it's like, okay, I don't know what to do with this right now. And I am freaking out, feeling overwhelmed. And I put all my, all this pressure on myself and I'm just going to take a break. And sometimes I'll, I'll take that break and go do something else 
that I know is something that I need to do in that moment. And it, it checks something off my list too, right. mm -hmm. because then I feel successful. Exactly. And it gives me the motivation to maybe either come back to the problem or be like, you know what, that success felt really good. Let me tackle something else. And maybe I'm going to save this for another day. Right. So it shifts your mindset, right? Shifts your mindset from that sort of, um, sort of feeling, not just feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, but kind of feeling trapped maybe like, you, you know, I've got to figure this out and I don't know how to do it. And then you start to think of yourself or feel like a failure and, you know, you can really spiral down. So I love that suggestion. The other thing that I think that that does um, is it kind of puts whatever that initial issue or problem that you were trying to solve, it puts that in the back of your brain and lets your brain kind of subconsciously work on it mm -hmm. um, and try to try to come up with alternatives while you're focused on something else, right? Because I I think um, our brains are fabulous and um, you know, we don't necessarily have to consciously focus on something in order to figure out a solution. You know, have you ever sort of woken up in the morning with this solution that's in your head for something that maybe you've been trying to figure out? You're like, Eureka! I yes, got it. exactly. <laughs> and your brain figured it out overnight while you yes. were sleeping, right? So I think um, I, I really love that suggestion for a couple of different reasons. You know, I think there there's a lot to be said for feeling some success and shifting your focus when you feel stuck mm -hmm. on anything. Definitely. Um, I, you know, and the other thing I think is for me, I like to reach out to someone that I trust. If it's a, if it's a really big kind of thing, or if I'm really feeling um, overwhelmed emotionally, right? So sometimes we're overwhelmed with tasks and things we have to do, but other times we're overwhelmed emotionally. You know, I, I had a week, a couple of weeks ago where, uh, my youngest, uh, child started his senior year in high school. My oldest child packed up a U-Haul and moved, um, out of state after graduating from college. And my middle child, we moved into, uh, college, into a dorm. That week was overwhelming for me, <laughs> right? Like, like good things, all good things. They're all in really great places. And I, and I, I feel really fortunate in that respect, but it was emotionally overwhelming for me. And, you know, I really needed to rely on, on my circle, on, on those people that I really trusted to help support me and get me through that. And especially because a lot of them have been through similar things. And, you know, we talk a lot with our clients about, uh, age and stage, right? That that finding friends who are not just necessarily your same age, but more importantly, sort of at a similar stage in your life. Going through the same thing. Yeah, they can really understand. So, I, you know, I think particularly if the overwhelm is more from an emotional perspective than a task perspective, mm -hmm. I think reaching out um, to people in your circle. I do that. I do that quite a bit. I, sometimes I feel like my poor friends are like, oh, Michelle. <laughs> Here we are again. Okay. Right. But I value their opinion. And I Absolutely. love hearing a different perspective on things because there's always, always things that you haven't thought of. And seeing things from a different yep. point of view um, can be really powerful, especially if 
And this is something that I have to watch myself on um, and that I easily identify it in other people because it's something that I am guilty of myself is projecting negativity into a situation when you don't know for sure that that's the case and hearing it through someone else and them being able to reframe it. And I had a situation recently where, you know, and, you know, I'm a realtor. And so it related to a real estate situation. And my client was, was so upset that the sellers weren't willing to do more than what they were offering as far as some repair request stuff. And my seller was like, you know, they're getting so much money with this market and this, that, and the other. And I said, okay, just stop for a minute. You don't know what's on the other end of this. And you've told me about some situations where you had to make some difficult decisions financially to protect your family. Mm -hmm. And people just made some assumptions of why you did that and just was like prescribing all this negativity to your actions, not understanding where your heart was with that. You don't know that it's not the same case with these people. Right. And my client was like, oh, wow. You know, I just automatically assumed the worst and it made the situation so much more difficult for me to be accepting of the choices that I had been given within it, you know, mm-hmm. because the choice was to either accept what they were offering because they weren't going to do any more or potentially walk away from a lot of money. And, and my client was so caught up on, oh, but they're, they're doing this to try to get every penny. You don't know what's on the other end of that. Right. And people's motivations. So, you know, again, that's one of those situations where if I had found myself in the same boat and asked for feedback from people I trust in my circle, they can help reframe some things for me. Sure. And taking that element out of it um, as far as projecting negative behaviors on other people. Right. That can sometimes bring down the level of feeling overwhelmed about a situation. Exactly. You know, I think sometimes we apply negative intention to people's behavior. Like we can see the behavior, but we, we're making assumptions about why they're behaving that way. Right. And like you were mm-hmm. saying to your client, like, like we don't know why and why not try to um, apply a, a, a more positive intention. And, and it sort of flips it flips the dialogue a little. And, you know, the other thing that that I think can be really helpful when you're going through situations like this is to talk to yourself the way that you would talk to a friend. Right. Yeah. So if you can't always get into, you know, our friends are just as busy as we are, right? Our circle. And so sometimes, you know, you you reach out or you don't have time to reach out and they don't, or they don't respond immediately. And I think that self-talk that we do so often, we treat ourselves so much more harshly than we would treat someone that we love or, or a friend or, or anybody in our circle, really. That's so true. <laughs> So I think why do we do that? I, you know, I don't know. I think we're we're just harder on ourselves mm-hmm. than we are on the people around us. Our our expectations. I think we often expect ourselves to be perfect, and nobody's perfect. Um, and that's what you would say to a friend if they were expecting themselves to be perfect. We'd say, well, you know, give yourself a break, cut yourself some slack. Come on. So I think learning to talk to ourselves and give ourselves the same compassion and grace and empathy that we would give to other people in the similar situation is really powerful. So I was just, I was kind of laughing in my head as you were saying that laughing at myself Mm -hmm. because 
I, I can think of times where I have let things get out of hand, out of control. And I've definitely had a moment here and there. And I need to start doing it more often because it's definitely impactful where I've been like, hey, okay, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. What are you doing right now? Exactly. You are being so critical of yourself. Right. This negative self-talk and feeling like, oh, you're not doing enough. You're not doing it right. You're not this, that, and the other. And it's like, wow, okay, whoa. Look at the reality. Like, take a step back. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Remove yourself and take a look at yourself as if a friend would be looking at you or right. a loved one. And then be like, girl, you are doing so much better exactly. than you are giving yourself credit for. Yep. Like, stop. Yeah. yeah I Love think yourself. Give exactly. yourself a break. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, I think, I think the keys when we're feeling overwhelmed are to, are first to try to just breathe and, and pause and give yourself a little bit of time, a little bit of a, of a break. Take a beat. Yeah. Take, say, a beat. take a beat. There you go. <laughs> I love that. And, and then there are lots of different options, right? You can go somewhere and, and do something else yep. to distract yourself. You can reach out to somebody. You can talk to yourself the way that you would talk to a friend. Um, and, and mostly what you're, what you're trying to do is build some space in there so that you can overcome the overwhelm in the moment. That's, that is exactly what it's all about. And unless you're driving right now, I would like everyone to just close your eyes. If you're driving, maybe don't close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> close your eyes for a second and take a deep breath in. And then a deep breath out and think, what do I need right now in this moment? And if the answer is a Xanax vodka latte, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe you are feeling a little overwhelmed in this moment. But think about how you feel when you close your eyes and you take a deep breath. And then you ask yourself, coming from a loving space, girl, what do you need right now? What do you need right now? What do you need? Do you need to breathe? Do you need to meditate? Do you need a snack? Do you need a nap? <laughs> it's like parenting yourself sometimes. Exactly. What do you need right exactly. now? And recognize that you always have choices always you yes. always have choices you have more options than you think you have more control than you think over things and remember to just just breathe and give yourself a break be gentle with yourself be gentle. yes 100 for sure 100 percent. well i i think that kind of wrapped that up with a nice neat little bow i agree <laughs> i agree hopefully that it was helpful I know a lot of women who are who are really trying to figure out how to deal with feeling overwhelmed. I, I deal with it all the time. And, and it's funny, we sit here doing this podcast to give what we hope is really impactful, great advice. But it always, it reminds me. Yes. Of my yeah, great advice. True, right, right. And your great advice. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join us and to listen. We appreciate you and, and we're here for you. And we hope you have an intentional day.